And we're back with your pop culture pundit, Tina Griffin, for the final segment of the Counterculture Mom Show. Hey, everybody. Tina Griffin here, host of the Counterculture Mom Show, and I have a very dear friend on with me today. You are absolutely going to love him and every word that comes out of his mouth. He's phenomenal. Dear friend for over 20 years. Before I get to that, I want to say that the theme of the show is Great Reset. I am wearing a shirt for my dear friend, Analia. I met her on Six Feet Under years ago in Hollywood working on set. Your Soul Matters, and it's from her Truth Bomb t-shirt line. Link is below. Get this conversation starter shirt now, and you'll understand why I'm wearing it today, because we are talking about the fact that your soul matters. I'm going to be talking with my dear friend, Frank Shelton. Frank, what's going on, buddy? Tina, I'm honored to be with you. You are doing big, big things. Thank you. And uh, we're going to have a great time. Hey, you're doing bigger. You're Frank Shelton Global. I'm, uh, you know, Counterculture Mom America. So uh, you're, you're going global. I'm on your uh, coattails. No, <laughs> I, I'm just so proud of you. In the words of Disney, and I don't normally promote Disney, but it's a small <laughs> world after all. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. And for those of you tuning in, get a pen and paper. You are going to want to write down these crafty one-liners that Frank says. I've known him for over 20 years. Frank, how in the world did I even meet you? I know that we both wrote a chapter to a book together. I was just basically first moved to L.A. and somehow we met at some speaking event. How did that happen? Maybe you can jog yeah. my memory. Our dear friend Sam Glenn was one of my heroes. He was nice. the main speaker, Acquire the Fire, Ron Luce's Team Mania. And who you respect is who you attract. And I took 30 kids from my youth group from Maryland to the Baltimore Civic Center. This guy brought the house down in front of 7,000. And I reached out to him. My own youth group said, he's not going to return your call. Well, I invited him to speak. And they're like, he just spoke to 7,000. Why would he speak to our youth group? And you have not because you asked not. <laughs> right. And right. he didn't come. He didn't, and Tina, he didn't come one year in a row. He came two years in a row. And uh, next thing I know, he asked me to co-author the book where I met you through that book. We I both were speaking across the this. country. And then it gets even wilder. I ended up uh, officiating his wedding and he became the best man in mine. So, Frank. you know, it, it, if I threw shade or, you know, Bible college taught us how to promote God, but too many people don't know how to promote others without feeling threatened. That and next thing you know, and I wrote five books together and he was the best man in my wedding. So how about that? <laughs> I remember that that whole ordeal. And I think I got married a week ahead of you. And I was kind of jealous at your wedding date because you were 7707, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. 7707. Come on. I yeah. wanted that wedding date, but it's a long story. We couldn't do it. We had to do it a week earlier. And then I then you're like, look at our, you know, wedding photos. And I'm like, shoot, you got my wedding date, man. We've only been married one week earlier than you, but um, it's so neat to see what God's doing in your life. For those of you tuning in, I've got to rattle off some stuff you've done, Frank. This is a book in itself, but there's a lot more than what I'm about to share with you guys tuning in right now on who Frank is and what he's done. He loves every soul. He doesn't want any soul to perish. He has such a gifting to reach people with Jesus and his truth. I, I Literally, anybody that says that they're an atheist, they talk to you for three minutes and you've got them thinking about the fact that they're wrong. And there is a God. And you do it in such a loving, non-confrontational manner. But everybody tuning in, he is the founder of Frank Shelton Global. He is working global around the clock, 24-7. You worked for two decades on Capitol Hill. His family has 150 years in our nation's capital, protecting U.S. presidents to the congressional community. 
Frank was the youngest staffer in 40 years to work on the floor of the U.S. Senate. You're my role model, buddy. Um, <laughs> he was a speechwriter to the member of Congress, an aide to the governor of Maryland, assisted in four White House admins in a volunteer capacity, walked away by faith. To preach the gospel. He was on staff for five years with Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. He's married to his wife, Ruth. She's amazing and has two children living in Southern Maryland. Frank, you have done a lot and God used your experience in the past with the White House connections, politics, all of it. What caused you to go from all of that world to say, that's it. I'm going to preach the gospel. Amen. Well, I, I really, I loved working on the Hill, Tina. Number one, I was going to go into politics, preach or protect the president. <laughs> and um, God blessed. I mean, it, it was amazing. My father protected eight U.S. presidents. Uh, you know the story. My ancestor hand carried Abraham Lincoln across the street the night he died. My ancestor on my mother's side hand planted the world famous cherry blossoms around the tidal basin in 1912. Uh, it's just literally like we joked a small world and all of that snowball i love that verse whatever your hand finds and do do it for god's glory but i went from writing speeches to giving speeches and i honestly felt like the lord was hinting frank i can use you more out of washington than in it wow so i left retirement 401k health insurance no joke I, i've been on air force one the 747 i flew three times on air force two the 757 and tomorrow I am flying on American Airlines. And in this past year, God bless them. <laughs> but it almost feels like I'm flying on American Airlines, you know, yeah. um, oh. and, and, and I'm usually on Southwest. And they're like, wow, you're going backwards. No, it's first class if you do what God calls you to do. And I also know prestige didn't always pay the bills. But like your shirt says, you know, he that wins souls is wise. The most important part of a human's body is the soul. What would it profit a man to gain the world and lose their soul? I mean, Absolutely. you can have a house on cribs, but if you don't know Christ, you're broke. And just today, my friend got to share the gospel with a 95-year-old Tony Bennett in Central Park, New York. Today, my friend was sharing the gospel with Tony Bennett. So even the stars need the sun. But I, I stepped out by faith and um, I didn't have a single book, Tina, when I left. And and my own mom called like, you're crazy. What are you doing? <laughs> but women think stability and security. But I knew the walls were closed in Tina. And that's why the cover of my book, Urgency, it's an hourglass and the proverbial walls, uh, the sand of time has almost slipped through. Frank, you're so right on this. We have to talk about in a minute before we proceed, because literally you have so much great knowledge in that head of yours. I don't know how you do it. I want to let the viewers know about your Frank Shelton Global Ministry. So I'm going to share a short little clip to get this thing opened here. And then we're going to go to some deep, intense topics. The cool thing is you have a lot of solutions. So everybody tuning in, check out Frank Shelton Global. 7.7 billion people call planet Earth home. Sadly, 152,000 people died today. 152,000 died yesterday. And 152,000 will die tomorrow. According to the CDC, 2.8 million people die annually in America alone. From America to Antarctica to Australia, most people have no clue where they will spend eternity. Opposed to sit on the sidelines, we elected to get in the game. 
regardless of providing relief during natural disasters, distributing food and clothes to the poor, helping eradicate human sex trafficking nationally and globally, influencing influencers, motivating world-class athletes, investing in students at public and private school assemblies, ministering to powerful politicians, counseling heads of state, or preaching the gospel at citywide crusades at home or massive sports stadiums abroad. From coast to coast and around the globe, we exist to reach the lost at any cost. From London, England, Guatemala, the Bahamas, Jamaica, Mexico, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Romania, Paris, Philippines, Brazil, Africa, Tokyo, Pakistan, India. 7.7 billion people call planet Earth home. Sadly, Earth is not our final destination. We have two options, heaven or hell, but not both. And hell is too long to be wrong. We're reaching the world one soul at a time. Time is ticking. People are hurting. And our mission is to offer hope to folks on Main Street to Wall Street. From our house to Hollywood. And schoolhouses. Church houses. And even the White House. Time is ticking. People are hurting. But help is on the way. Frank Shelton. I had chills from head to toe the entire time. It really spoke volumes to me watching it for the first time on how you are so passionate for so many decades to make sure that no one, no one is left behind. I'm really, really thrilled that God had us meet over 20 years ago because you've encouraged me over the years to not give up. We saw a lot of the same things happening around this globe unfolding right before our eyes. And when COVID first hit, you and I were on the phone with each other, texting, calling, sending links on what was going on because we knew these were the sign of times. We read about this decades before and now we're like, what? We know what's going on. Frank, The previous two people I had on today talked about the Great Reset, what to watch out for, how to financially be prepared, what is going on with China, communism, tracking, AI, technology, all of it. This is a perfect way to end this series of the Great Reset because we know that God wins. And with the time we have left, we have to go out there and witness. So Frank, let's dig in deep to that book of yours. Absolutely, we're in the 11th hour, I believe, for the church age. I believe it's just about to end, and Christ is right around the corner. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I've been saying for several years, Tina, if we're not in the bottom of the ninth, we're in the top of the ninth, Mm -hmm. and uh, there's no extra innings on this one. You know, we've been so busy playing checkers that the real battle is at the chess table. You know, for far too long, um, you know, we're debating, is it Kobe or LeBron? Is it Whitney or Mariah? Or who was better, the Beatles or Elvis? Is it War Eagle or Roll Tide? I mean, we fight over Auburn and Alabama, the Redskins and the Cowboys. We And even, to be quite honest, Biden or Trump. 
you know, we are playing with the temporal at the checkers table, but the real battle is the same battle from day one. It's the chess table. It's the Lord versus Lucifer, Satan versus the Savior, and you're either going to heaven or you're going to hell. Now, that's not glamorous, but it's the gospel truth. And, you know, if you were to crack open the Bible, it's 38,000 verses. And the dead center of the Bible, Tina, is Psalm 118.8. Better to put your trust in God than put your trust in man. So the moment I started hearing trust the science, that was fingernails on a chalkboard to me. Absolutely. Because we are blindly trusting scientists who don't even believe in the Savior who created science. Science. We've made idolatry out of a vaccination when it's really salvation. And we all got the disease, but it's not HIV or AIDS or COVID-19. It's called sin, S-I-N. Our sin separates us from a holy God. And some major Christian ministers have recently went so far saying Jesus himself would take the vaccination. No, do you want to try again? (laughs) Jesus is salvation. Um, The whole social distancing you know, he wouldn't have been six feet apart. That's symbolic of death. I'm an ordained minister. I've done a hundred funerals, but we're, we're dead men walking. Six feet is when we bury you. You know, Jesus went up to the lepers and then without naming a name, but when another well-known pastor basically said, quote, and if you haven't taken the vaccine, it's probably too late for you. My God, we went from filling stadiums to now thinking Fauci's the answer. And in love, Fauci needs forgiveness. Hmm. Gates needs God. Yep. And you don't need the globalists when you believe the whole world is in his hands. So I'm not preaching, but I'm teaching and I'm still trying to reach him because I'm telling you, there's some pastors and Christians and churches who have missed this whole thing. They weren't ready. I, I don't know what Bible they were reading. Thank God for grace. But I'm telling you, we need a checkup from the neck up. And now more than ever, we need to get in this book, not the phone book, not Facebook. We need to take another look, not only not at my book, but at the holy book. But I'm telling you, my new book, number one, and thank you for your endorsement, but it was the number one new release on Amazon for all of Christianity and evangelism. Frank, it's because you are speaking truth. When you asked me to do an endorsement, I think I turn it over to you in less than 38 seconds. That was easy for me. You did. I, you, you were amazing. Everybody has to read your book. You need to send me like yeah. 40 copies of this and I'll just go ahead and pass it out for new yeah. people to jump on yeah. board as a donor or a future guest. And I know some people may not be thrilled about Amazon. You can go to frankshelton.com or you can go to Amazon and type in urgency. But I'm telling you, I wrote the book twice. You know the story, uh, Tina. Um, in, in five weeks, everyone on Facebook during the lockdown last year was like, Frank, write a book, write a book. You know, yes. you were at the UN, you were at the White House, you know some stuff, you were yes. chaplain at the Olympics. So in five weeks, I wrote 235 pages in five weeks. And then all within three Saturdays, my car died on top of a bridge. I got bit by a snake. And then I just preached for <laughs> Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. It's irrelevant. I come from a Baptist background, but he was the first pastor in America to get arrested during the lockdown for snorting crack. No, for having church. He took a stand for church and the Constitution. So I'm standing with those who took a stand. Frank, and, you're um, bad luck. And- you just literally listed off like 14 bad things that happened in a row. But I'm going to tie it to the fact that you are working on this book and Satan's like, I'm going to try to take that Frank Shelton out. Oh. Who does he think he is? Well, it gets better. As soon as I finished preaching oh, that, geez. Pastor Rodney's, they aired it to 60 million. 
And God bless Governor Newsom, but I don't, you know me, I don't normally call out people, but Governor Newsom's wineries were open. The church was closed. Yep. And in love, I, I really called out the governor. And I also called out Governor Cuomo of New York. Yes. Well, he said, you know, if you churches don't do what I'm going to tell you, I'm going to bring you down. Well, God bless his soul, but God removed him. He's yeah. not even the governor. Yep. And I have acquaintances now running and, and the governor, Lord willing, in California could get recall. You know, you talk yes. about total recall. Yes. But all that was, <laughs> we're so late in the gate. Jesus said, occupy till I come. Having done all stand. He said, when I return, will I find faith in the earth? And he said, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves. But anyways, and then after I come back from preaching, Tina, Microsoft Edge started downloading something on my computer. Files I started remember moving, that. And it deleted the 235-page book. This book got deleted. And here I'm talking about and love Microsoft. And Microsoft oh. Edge deleted my books. Now, is that That's a because you were exposing Bill Gates. Frank, when you expose Bill Gates, he's going to reach his little claws in there and grab your content. He's something else. It's, it's possible. But I was in Israel three months before the lockdown in November 2019. And we stood on the spot where Jesus on this rockage and the gates of hell will not prevail against oh, it. Oh, and, you know, it, it just I, I'm not saying for sure that he's blasting gates. But I do know this. Bill needs the Lord. Yeah. Um, globalist. I still believe in the red blood of Jesus. That's the premise of the book. You know, it was like the ark. Everyone thought Noah was a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> He's building a boat when he had never seen rain. Right. So and right. by the way, the word conspiracy theorist now is a compliment. Stick around long enough. You'll realize Tina and Frank were right. That, <laughs> but that, it's not about us being right. It's that our friends won't be left out. The CIA termed the conspiracy theorists in 1967. Yes. Thinking they Americans believe what the Kennedy how Kennedy died in 63. That is exactly it. So people got to do the research. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, we are. Check out what that actually means. That's what drives me crazy. Just do a little research. You can still find it on it's Google, believe it or not. It's a compliment. It's a and everybody's saying, I have people telling me, okay, you spoke at something, I don't know, about 14 years ago, 17 years ago. What did you say again? Because now I'm finally getting what you were saying. We wouldn't be in this mess if you just like, nah. so now we're trying to have them well, see what we're trying to have them well, see. Well, it is another thing. So during the lockdown, Tina, you'll love this. The Lord told me three things in advance. He said that they're not coming after the General Lee. The Confederate flag was a diversion. They're not coming after the Confederate flag. They're coming after the American flag. They despise oh, yeah. the red, white, and blue. Absolutely. The second thing the Lord told me that soul winners, like your shirt, would be called murderers. We would be liable people who want to kill others. And when my pastor friend who preached in 85 countries more than me and saw millions come to Christ, the guy that was arrested, Rodney Howard Brown in Tampa last March. Yep. TMZ ran his mugshot. Preacher wants to see his own flock killed. It proved everything the Lord told me. And the third thing, he said the patriots would be called unpatriotic if you don't take the jab. And now we're going to be called, you know, we're rogue. We're not team players. The most right. selfless people are now called selfish. Can you explain why you title this book Urgency? Yeah, well, God gave me a word, ministry minus urgency equals catastrophe. Most pastors preach as if they have 30 years to make a point. Yep. The evangelist had 30 minutes to make a point. Wow, and Dr. Graham went from a joke to Jesus. But when he gave an altar call, they didn't sleep on it, think about it. They didn't walk. They ran to the altar yes. because they knew God could come tonight. And that's not manipulation, but it's motivation. Respectfully, I even had a, a, a well-known publicist recently said, hey, well, 
can you take out the word of heaven or hell? That's a little bold. I said, no, that's almost the premise of the book. <laughs> and then they said, could you remove the hourglass? I said, no, that says the whole thing in a nutshell. I mean, we're <laughs> that late in the game. Now, Ray Charles could see it. Ronnie Millsap could see it. Tina could see it. I could see it. But some people are still asleep. And we got to stop resembling Rip Van Winkle and wake up. I, I couldn't agree more. You wrote one more chapter about the secret society. I'm so glad you did. And I think you wrote it in 48 hours. I'm like, how does he do that? Yeah. Explain a little bit about what is in that chapter of your book. I was just this weekend in my hometown where John Wilkes Booth went to Dr. Samuel Mudd, who Will Booth shot Lincoln in the back of the head. And John Wilkes Booth was a 33 degree Mason. Abraham Lincoln wasn't a Mason, but the man that assassinated Lincoln was. Mm. When John Kennedy was trying to expose the deep state and the CIA and the secret societies, he said, I'm going to tear the CIA down in a thousand pieces. Well, he shot a couple times in the back of the head in downtown Dallas. You talk about the deep sleep of the church in your book. The deep sleep drives me nuts. Can you tell us about how you address that topic in your book? Yeah, that chapter, Tina, is called The Deep State or The Deep Sleep of the Church, which is worse. The deep oh. state is a problem. We have folks who are not patriots. They're basically terrorists who hate God and country. They're yep. making six figures, million-dollar 401k. And again, it's not the Confederate flag. They hate the red, white, and blue. It's anti-authority. They hate parents, the principal, the preacher, the police, and they hate the president. But what breaks me is when the devil is driving the car, right. you can't expect praise music coming through the radio. The deep sleep is the problem. And Jesus said, occupy till I come. You know, this is the year before the pandemic. 9,000 Baptist churches in America didn't baptize one person the year before the pandemic. Unbelievable. 9,000 Baptist churches in 52 weeks did not see a single soul, like your shirt, saved. We don't even live up to John the Baptist's name, much mm -hmm. less Jesus the Christ. So I'll, I'll land the plane with this. God gave me this. In every porta potty or lavatory on an airplane, and I'll be on one tomorrow, <laughs> flying to Tennessee, Yeehaw. it will say, amen. It will say vacant or occupied. And usually if it occupies, Tina, it usually stinks to high heaven because someone is in there taking care of business. <laughs> and But if it's vacant, oh, you know, it's usually good. But since we're in the last days and what's good will be called evil and evil will be called good, the Holy Spirit said, what stinks to high heaven, what stinks to the nostrils of the Nazarene is not the church that's occupied taking care of business. It is a lot of these churches, particularly the mega church, who listened to the WHO more than who called them to preach. They've listened more to CDC than JC himself. Even Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came to a point they had to go against the government, not because they were being rude, but there comes a big point when the government doesn't line up with God's word. I'm going to yes, stand with God. Yes. And that's why, so what stinks to high heaven is not the church in the last days that's occupied, but they're playing it safe, not preaching Jesus saves, and they're vacant. And when the king comes, a lot of people are going to be in trouble. 
Absolutely. Lord, Lord, and he'll say, depart from me. I never knew you. That verse always stuck out when I lived in LA and had Bible studies. We're at the point now where government does not line up with the word of God. People, you heard him teach the truth today. Support Frank. Frank, where can we go to donate towards what you're doing? Because I know that you pretty much Uh live off of donations. That means so much. Yeah, we're a 501c3. You know, we're trusting God if you want to help us preach the gospel. Also, combat human trafficking. Go to frankshelp.com, click donate. Uh, they're trying to silence the truth tellers. That's absolutely us. Frank. That's yeah. already happening. I have friends. You probably have oh, friends yeah. that are on the no fly list already. So, you and I are going to have yeah. to raise funds for our own plane. I'd have access to a six passenger private jet. It can fly nonstop from DC to LA. I don't have to charter the plane. I don't have to buy the plane. I don't have to service the plane. I don't even got to pay for the two pilots. They said, Frank, we believe in your message. We're willing to put 50%. If you can help pay 50% of the fuel, they will fly me wherever I want to go on a private plane. Not because I'm on an ego trip. I'm on a missions trip. I'm telling you, God isn't just dying to save you. He's dying to use you to help us reach the loss because time's about out. Time is about out, Frank. I can't even believe you're saying that because I'm feeling it more and more. I love you, Frank. I'm so glad God had our paths crossed 20 years ago. You've encouraged me so much over the years. People tuning in, get his book. You have to check out the helpful links around the show. Share the show with the masses. Donate towards Frank's cause. I'm the fortunate one. And Tina, we love you. And I'm so proud of you. And God bless you, your family, and your listeners. Our goal, Frank, which you know very well because you've been doing it for how many decades, is to occupy until Jesus comes back. So that's the Counterculture Mom Challenge for this episode. Let's occupy. And when Christ comes back, let's be caught being busy preaching the gospel. Frank, you rock. Keep at it, buddy. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Counterculture Mom Show with Tina Griffin on the Salem Radio Network. Check out all of our helpful resources at counterculturemom.com. You can also get our free parent media guide loaded with positive entertainment options by texting the word guide to the number 55444. And don't forget to download the new Counterculture Mom app to get critical pop culture alerts straight to your phone.